everyone, and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm Nicole Kamanjian. I'm here with Cody Richard and the host of this show, Jeff Rappaport. This is episode 237, and today we're going to be talking about the different ways to do uh, seller financing. While listening to this episode, if you guys have questions, please head over to the Creative Financing Podcast Facebook group. If you're not part of the community, just search the Creative Financing Podcast in Facebook and ask to join. There'll be a live session on the second Thursday of every month, so bring your questions. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can ask your questions in the comments below. Lastly, we want to thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast with your friends. All right. So today, first of all, thanks both of you for joining me. And uh, today I thought, I found this on Facebook, and I thought it was an interesting like case study that uh, they they kind of come at creative financing a little differently than I would. And so I wanted to show that there's a number of ways to do this. And then, uh, Cody, I certainly want to get your um, take on it. And uh, and Nicole, of course, yours as well. Um, uh, That maybe this is simpler, a simpler way of coming up with... um, offers to actually get accepted but i think um and we'll talk about it i'll give you my kind of uh constructive criticism on it so all right so let, let me lay this out i'm not even sure what this is some kind of commercial property okay um there weren't a lot of details about it so we have no idea like any income no expenses no noi um which I think makes this incredibly difficult to truly get an idea. Okay. But uh, I'll give you the information that was given. So um, the purchase price is 950,000. That, that's what is being asked. Okay. And he said he had negotiated this down to 900,000. Um, and that, the guy was open to terms, but uh, we have no idea if there's any debt. Um, and again, I think when I start laying out some of these offers, it'll be interesting to get your thoughts because um, these payments are a little bit all over. And I think that you really need to know what the NOI is uh, before you start um, throwing out payments, right? So, all right. So the guy that the poster that put this in said he made three offers. Okay, so he was going to offer three hundred or eight hundred and fifty cash and um, nine seventy five. Um, paid in 120 equal payments. So zero down or zero principal or zero interest, sorry. Um, 250K down and a balloon in five years with a balance of 360 okay and then the third offer was one million dollars paid in 180 
equal payments uh, for so at. $5,278 principal only. All right. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, um, so they were, he, he got it down to 900. They were asking 950. Um, I, I don't know if this is a deal at 850. Uh, we didn't have enough information, but, um uh and i'm trying to see if he i don't think there was a so let's see what that payment would be on number two so nine hundred and seventy five thousand minus 250 725 divided by 120 equal payments so the payment on this one believe let's see if this is right six thousand forty one dollars and some change um so if you did six thousand forty one times sixty months the three sixty two seven twenty it's around there yeah okay so uh, what what are your first thoughts cody what 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 are you what do you like, not like? Uh, what stands out to you? I like that there isn't any interest. That's nice. Um, for that third one, is it going for 180 months is the term? So 15 yes. years? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So no down payment on the first, on the third one. I like how simple it is. I feel like this is really easy to explain to a seller. Like, hey, we're just going to make you equal payments, yep. which is essentially what you do anyway, but they just have interest. Yep. Um, I like it. It looks like it might be a way to overpay a bit more in case they're mm, kind of entice them. So one's at 975, one's at a million, mm -hmm. one's at asking is 950. Um, yeah, it's definitely an interesting, interesting concept. The down payment's really high, though. On this one. Uh, well, yeah. uh, let me explain. So the seller had said that they needed... And they did not have an exact amount of what the seller needed, but needed a significant amount of money down to put into another project. That That's why he would be open to terms. So what that amount was, he hadn't asked. He was going to go back either today or soon and try to get that number. But okay. th this is so what he put down, put out. So would number three really work though if he it, needs it, it may not um but do we really know if any of them would really work at this point um right i mean they're asking 950 would they take 850 maybe maybe not yeah, yeah. And it's hard to know if it would work for them or us at this point without knowing the cash flow and everything like you said yeah so i i'm just i'm thinking let's let's do uh, some calculations here so let's look at what this one if, if you put down 850 mm -hmm. and you had to put down let's say 25 percent you'd be financing six hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Okay, and i am not sure what i don't even know what this 
property is, um, and I'm not really sure what the commercial rates would be, but let, let's say let's let's say six percent. Okay, so your payment would be three thousand eight twenty two principal and interest PI. Okay, and you would have as a down payment. Um, uh, about two hundred thousand, um, eight fifty, two five, two twelve, two hundred and twelve thousand five hundred. Okay, which. Is less than this one, right? Mm -hmm. and the payments significantly less than this one, um, like two thousand dollars less, and it's you know fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars less than this one, and so I'm wondering, uh, yeah, what's the cash flow? Uh, to to me, it's like I don't know how you make any of these offers unless we have an idea of what the net operating income is and that being do either of you want to explain what that it actually is yeah so it's basically all your income you make over the year minus all your expenses over the year excluding debt service yep. or it's, yeah right yeah so and it, what you, or divided by what you put into the property yeah so the 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 NOI is really what's left over to cover debt service and net cash flow and uh, I'm not sure how you, th th these payments vary significantly. And uh, I, I, you know, it's one thing if this property brings in, you know, let's say $100,000 NOI. And, you know, so that's about $8,000 a month. And at least it's a cash flow of $2,000 a month, worst case scenario. And it only gets better. Um, but, on this one, let's say it's 850 cash. So if you had 30, uh, $8,000 a month, so you've got about, let's say $4,000, $48,000 in net cash flow a year, right? So, so if you're making $8,000, you are paying $3,800 a month? Yeah, like yeah, approximately, right? So, um, and we divided that by the down payment we had to put in. We have no idea if this needs renovation or uh, rehab or if it's got any vacancy or value add. I, I don't have any of those details, but... This would be a 22.5% cash-on-cash return, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, if we went this route, we, let's say that we were getting $2,000 a month net cash flow, so $24,000 um, over the course of a year, divided by $250. Okay, we're at 96 but we are paying this down significantly over some time and we're offering significantly more for the property, right? So um, so I, I get why you would do both of those. And on this one, you would be making what? Um, 2,600, 2,700? 
let's say. Yeah, on the $1 million cash. Yeah. One. So or the be, owner financing $1 million. Yeah, so it'd be like $32,400, but there's no down payment. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, you would just bring this in. Uh, my, my, I guess my issue would be is I'd probably offer more than, you know, this is only $25,000 difference. This one, uh, he, he waits five years. This one, he waits 15 years. To me, is there enough reason to wait 15, 10 more years? No, not for no, 250000 extra. No, and that, and he's, he's actually getting a higher Probably a higher payment every month on option two than um, you know an option three. So to me, it's like I, I'm not sure why someone would take option three. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it makes it tough on the buyer side unless you are just truly trying to acquire assets and pay them down over time. I mean, if you're not making much cash flow because it's not amortized over 30 years, definitely hurts in that that regard. Well, let, let's look at what someone countered with, that, that this is what he would do. Um, so one is 650000 at 8% interest for 30 years. So $4,770 per month. No down payment on this one? No down payment on any of these, okay? And what he wants to show is $1,717,000 and some change is what seller would net, okay? And number two is 650 okay, cash or 700k cash. Um, 650 with 30-day close or 700 with 90 days. And bank financing. Yes. And then the third one is 950000 paid in 180 months, paid in equal payments over. 180 months at 5,278. Very interesting. Yeah, right? Very different than uh, what I would do. Um, And again, um, these payments, um, so 650 cash, I, I can't imagine that this person, unless he is really motivated, is going to take that as a cash offer, right? Um, asking nine fifty, probably willing to come down, but 
950 to 650 is like 30, 33% rich yeah. discount. So, um, and I found it interesting that he offered like a really quick close and a longer close for a little more money. But he actually for like gave a 50K an, difference. What's that? For a 50K difference. Yeah, well, it's probably more of the hard money costs right there, right? So, um, but he gave some reasons why he did what he did. And he said he likes making these two the same price. And that rarely does someone actually just take one of these, but it gives him a better idea of what they're after. And then they can kind of go down that road. Um, but uh, you can see none of them have any down payment, and that's kind of where he starts with everything. And uh, but I could also see how this could be kind of offensive. I, I I can tell you that we just had someone come back. We made an offer like five months ago, and uh, we have not followed up with them. And they came back to us and uh, said, "Okay, we'll take option whatever it was." And uh they they they're they're motivated now right so but if we would they said that they had been given a lot of owner finance offers with no money down and you know when you're dealing with you know and i don't know if this property is a listed property off-market property i'm not sure what the situation is but with a listed property, we know that commissions are coming out, right? And so to do no money down is truly going to be, uh, hey, we want the seller to come out of pocket with money. So uh, th there are some challenges on this because we don't have a lot of the details. But at least the one thing that I see is that at least these payments are within you know, uh, the same vicinity. Uh, the first one, the payments were you know, all over the place. They varied quite a bit. And I, I just wonder if uh, you know, they all were going to be able to cash flow. And uh, it's not just, you know, and I don't know why he came up with 650. I, I can see why he offered it here. It's like, Hey, if you're willing to stay in it, you're going to make almost three times your money, but you're going to make it out over time. Um, or you can just take your money now, or we'll pay you more money. Um, uh, and he called this owner finance. Okay. And he called this an installment sale. Oh, option one was yeah. the owner finance option three the installment sale yeah or um that maybe it wasn't even an installment sale he called it um oh, i can't remember the term now that he used but i found this interesting and uh this isn't what i do but um hey if it works it works right um uh, I don't know that I would just go in and make everyone no money down deals. I think that you can quickly alienate them, um, insult them, and they're not willing to come back and even counter your offers. I, I get that, hey, if you don't make no money down deals, you don't get no money down deals. But 
I think I'd rather do a little more pre-screening up front and try to gauge where they need to be. Plus, he did know that this guy said, I need some money up front. And I think what his plan is, is, okay, so pick which option you like, and then let's start figuring out what that might look like. What are, you, what are your thoughts? My my takeaways, the first one is that I really do like option two, having those different time frames. I think that's a cool way to implement different price points. And if they are motivated to sell really quickly, you may entice them to take that lower price. Um, as far as the other side of it goes, like you said, I think a lot of this comes with pre-screening and being able to have that conversation of, hey, we usually don't do any down payment. Does that work for you? No, no, it doesn't. Okay, what's the least you'd be able to do as a down payment? Right. And figuring it out that way instead of just throwing out these offers that feel kind of random and, like you said, may alienate the the seller. Because um, essentially, they'd be writing their own offer if you were to do it on the pre-screening side as opposed to just throwing some stuff out there and then negotiating from there. But yeah. to each their own, and this may work better than anything I'm doing. Well, I, 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 and this, this guy that put this together is, you know, he, this is what he does, creative finance. Yeah. Um, um, this guy's more like the student. Um, I, I don't know how experienced he is, but less that he was asking for the advice, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but on this one, I see, I, I'm, I'm not sure why you would take number three. Um, there's not enough incentive at least in my mind, for a seller to say, yeah, I'll carry it for 15 years to make an extra $25,000 because I could take option two and get a down payment, feel more protected, um, get a higher payment and get my balance and paid off. And I make 25 grand less in five years and then 15 me that there's no reason to I, I wouldn't even make this offer if that's the best i could do nicole what are your thoughts and I, I, this might be a little more than what you're um ready to deal with but um i think that you see enough of this that things probably stand out and at least question wise yeah i mean um this is i haven't seen like a no a no down payment offer so it's definitely interesting i just um i like people are selling something for a reason and so in my brain i would want to at least offer some kind of down payment payment and pre-screen like cody said to figure out what that is um but it is a creative way like especially if if you don't have uh like a private money lender that you can go do to you know it takes the work out of trying to find that down payment um and really you're enticing them with interest uh like that first one there with the eight percent versus a down payment yeah well i think my guess my guess is is that this property is free and clear because otherwise we'd have to navigate uh you know some underlying debt and uh, which these offers may still be able to do so, but it would be nice to know what what that is, if there was any, and what that payment would be. But 
I, I'm just wondering, and this is me wondering out loud, and I'm a little biased, right? I, you know, I write offers every day, and um, I, I, I certainly see what the the goal is here, right? And uh, and I, th this number three makes total sense to me. Um, I get that one, um, and I see what he's trying to do here, but. I mean, if I'm asking for Cody, in your opinion, what what is the biggest issue for people sellers um, when you're talking about owner finance? How long it is usually, or the down payment? What am I? What about price? Uh, owner financing, I usually offer enough on price. But but do you feel like that might be the one thing that? Uh, stands out above everything else is the price. I, I I feel like people are more price conscious. Um whether they should be or not is irrelevant. But um I I, I find that price tends to um be the one thing that we talk about the most. And yeah and Sorry, usually for me, if we are turning to owner financing, it's usually because the price is something that's high on their list. Right. Yeah. So here, yeah, I, do I, I, I get their attention with this number, right? So, um, but you got to stay in this for 30 years. And uh, most people don't want to, right? So um, now granted, they make good cash flow. So uh, they get, if this is the check that they're getting every month, it's you know pretty nice. But this is what would stand out to me. That $650,000? Yeah, like, hey, you're offering me 300 grand less than mm -hmm. where I wanted to be. And that that would be worrisome for me making that offer. Now, this guy is successful, so he, he makes this work. Um, I don't know all the details of his business and how he does it, but um, I find it interesting that it is very, very different than the approach that I take, which there's not a right or wrong. Um, there can be a wrong way, right? Like, if we go back over here and... Hey, it's six thousand dollar a month payment. The the NOI is seventy two thousand, and that this breaks even for us, or this makes us seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I don't know that I like these offers very much. Um, we can be wrong, right? But we can make wrong offers. Uh, but and, and there's always going to be a question mark about, um, hey, should I have offered? more to get their attention to get this conversation to continue so we can figure this stuff out or did i kind of just push them away because you know i'm not offering any down payment on any of these and two of my prices are super low well maybe <laughs> um it's like so shocking that they're like forget like forget you and this is what i need like it gets them instead of the negotiation they tell them exactly what they want i don't know i don't know um that's why i found it to be interesting that's why i thought we should discuss it because i, I 
I don't claim that the way I do it is the best way. Um, I, I just know that it's a way that has worked for me and uh, I know what I'm trying to accomplish. And uh, in this case, this is what, uh, on this offer, that's what he's trying to accomplish. And I kind of like it. It's kind of interesting. Um, uh, I, 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 I can tell you, I don't think I've maybe ever offered 8%. <laughs> So um, this is one way that you could actually do it. Could you imagine me wholesaling this deal and saying, hey, 8% interest and seeing if people actually read <laughs> the rest of the email? Um, uh, it would be interesting. So um, so takeaways, uh, anything that you guys took away from this that um, maybe might be helpful for our audience? Either, yeah. either offer. So for the second, the second grouping of offers, the thing I took away, I mean, one, I think this could be really effective if you build that rapport and have that conversation of, hey, I just want to get some offers to you to start the discussion and we can talk through it instead of making it black and white. Yeah. But I do really like that cash offer where you have the different price points with the closing timelines. And I do like that you give them some variety to see what they're really interested in, whether it's a huge income over time big price point up front or just a quick closing. Um, I think that variety is really helpful. What do you think about no down payment? I, I mean, that, that's been, that, that's the approach for all of them, right? That uh, on this one, at least. Yeah, I think it's very situational. I think you'll find, especially with commercial properties, you won't find many people that'll do no down payment, at least from my experience. Um, so figuring out what they would do a lot of times is more helpful, but who knows? Maybe you put these offers out there and then you say, okay, what's the least you could do? These probably work a lot better with the off-market direct to seller than with with a broker involved, right? So, because um, I, I think the broker would be, broker being the gatekeeper, right? That we, we got to get through the broker to get to the seller. And uh, if the broker says, hey, where's my commission? Where, where do I get paid here? Uh we may never get to, you know, hey, let's chat more about this. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, especially with the broker. But if it's, I mean, I think it wouldn't work for the scenario we described because he did need money up front to do something yes. with it. So yeah. throwing this out there does seem kind of insulting unless you have that rapport built where you can then build off and see how much he actually needs. See, to me, that this is more of, a, of an offer that, Hey, I can throw out super fast and I'm more concerned not about what the seller's needs are, but more about what will work for me. And I'm willing to offer more people and then we'll just get to the ones that are, you know, show some interest. Yeah. Nicole, did you have, did you have any final thoughts? Um, No, just that I wouldn't have, thought of a no down payment offer so that's kind of it's interesting i guess it is really interesting um and i'm glad you brought it up because i wouldn't have thought of that um and i guess for someone like starting out it's a it, it's another way of like the lower no money down right or no cash out of pocket if you could do it this way or if they well, accept uh, and, it. and you certainly could make this yeah, no. That these kinds of offers can translate, whether it's commercial or residential, 
but to me and and perhaps the the buyer had more information just didn't share it all um but i did know he did not know how much money the the seller needed for this other project and uh um like this this one right here is you know that this is pretty much putting down 25 percent which is you know for the most part what you would go do at a bank um and uh principal only payments but it's it's a pretty high payment uh, and maybe that's enticing I, I i don't know um uh i i think what this in my opinion what this really boils down to is if you spend a few extra minutes on the phone trying to gather ask asking the right questions it will give you a lot of direction on where you want to go and what's potentially possible, right? So if he told us, hey, I need $400,000. Um, so now I have a choice, right? And the choice is, is, I don't think I can make an offer that has me coming out of pocket with $400,000, right? Maybe you could say yes, but in my opinion, it'd be no. And uh, I could look at a subordination offer. That's probably about it. But I could make offers that are less um, and tell him I, I can't do it and try to find try to determine the the seller's motivation. Um, yes, it doesn't get you what you want or need, but it is an offer, and maybe you don't have any, and maybe the the motivation to sell this property is more than you know getting exactly what you might need right now. So um, just my thoughts. I'm kind of curious to know how many of these, um, whoever this is actually closes on with like no money down versus, um, you know, like they come back and they negotiate something different, completely different from the three offers or options that they offered. Well, Mike, I think the real question, and maybe we can actually see if we can get him on our podcast, That'd is cool. the, the question really might be is, what's the conversation you're having with the seller prior to writing the offers, right? Does mm -hmm. it matter if they tell you that they need money? Or are these kinds of the offers no matter what? Um, uh, th that's what I would probably be most interested in knowing. Same. Okay. Well, good. Hopefully this was helpful. I, I wanted to show that, hey, what I do is not necessarily the only way that you can do this. And uh, I've never done anything like this for sure. And um, and I like it to some degree. Um, uh, and there are things that I don't like about it. So uh, take it for whatever it's worth. That's why creative financing is so cool is that uh, you can structure it in a lot of different ways. So any last thoughts or we'll wrap this up? No, thanks for sharing. I think there's always something to be learned from other people in the same, the same field. Awesome. Well, thank you all. Um, uh, we'll see you next time. Go, go out and create some terms. Mm -hmm.